This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Let's get Mark Stein in here. Uh, noted traveler, international best-selling author and host of the Mark Stein Show to opine on these matters and more. Mark, how are you faring? Uh, I'm not such a noted traveler these days. I was actually just thinking I, I, I picked out a new suit at a fine Montreal tailor. I was was in a bit of a kind of Tom places mood. <laughs> Tom's cousin's want, place. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to. I didn't want to go all the way to Toronto. I'm just thinking maybe I should pick that suit up in the next uh, couple of days because I have the sort of feeling that uh, you know border crossing uh, is all going to get a little more tricky, even on the. Uh, Quebec, New Hampshire border, and if you and if you uh, look at the way uh, the the New York St. Patrick's Day parade, for example, has just been uh, cancelled for the first time in a quarter of a millennium. You look at the way what's what's always most interesting to me, in which all these Hollywood movies, the Contagion type movies, never get quite right is what it takes to bring a general population up to speed, where life is normal. Two days later, the government is telling you that maybe it isn't quite so normal and you ignore it and you're still going to cafes and restaurants. And then uh, a couple of days after that, it's completely abnormal and you have that shutdown that they have in Italy where the health system appears to be completely overwhelmed by this thing, uh, where the mortality rate is a lot higher than we've been told it is. It's actually running about 7% in Italy, partly, I think, because the health system's so overwhelmed that they're having to make these snap judgments. If you're over a certain age, you're not going to be treated. If you've got an underlying condition, you're not going to be treated. Plus, if you've got anything else, uh, if you have a heart attack or you break your leg, you can't go to the hospital because the hospital is coronavirus only and they're not doing anything else. And every day, more and more doctors and nurses are, uh, who are treating these people are falling sick and are becoming and are transitioning uh, from healthcare providers to simply uh, victims. Uh, so that in a certain point, you're thinking, well, maybe they're going to be they're then going to have to ask the dentists uh, and the dental assistants if they can come in and plug the gaps. And after that, they'll be asking the veterinarians if they can come in and plug the gaps. All that is actually happening uh, every 48 hours or so, those big shifts. And uh, I, don't, I wouldn't think the Italian experience uh, would be markedly different from what would happen here if that were to happen here. Well, that's an ominous note. And, uh, you know, coincidentally, it was struck by the uh, CEO of the hospital, uh, the Humber River Hospital, last hour. Uh, the chief of staff, he was saying as much, too. We're going to have to uh, face the music and do uh, the same kinds of things with travel restrictions, lockdowns. And so so on and so forth. Uh, By the way, uh, don't worry about getting to Montreal. You can always cross at Roxham Road. (laughs) No, I know all the... I'm thinking it's going to be like the old days. Uh, You can ask any old Vermont teenager where they slip across to go over and drink in Quebec. I'm I'm switching into that hold-up-in-the-hills point of view on on life very quickly. Everybody's taking out their survivalist manual. Uh, Mm. 
Tell me, though, because uh, could this be now Justin Trudeau earlier today announced that, you know, a billion dollar fund to help people, small businesses, uh, employees and so on and so forth, the frontline workers. Uh, some are saying it's still a pittance. It's not going to be enough. But and Trump in the U.S., a three hundred billion dollar kind of a bailout, uh, going to waive payroll taxes, all kinds of these remedial, immediate uh, types of actions. But these are really going to be the defining moment for these individuals. Some of the leaders are going to have to wear this one way or the other, aren't they? Yeah, I, I think that's true. I, I think regardless of the justice of the case, the, the party in power is the one that gets blamed for it. I'd also say that, you know, life it has changed. If you look, uh, I mean, I don't want to <laughs> over-exaggerate the comparison, but if you look at the way the Black Death spread in Europe when it, when it killed over a third of the population of Europe, that was when people were relatively self-isolated. You know, if you were like in a little village in uh, somewhere in, say, Yorkshire in England, uh, okay, somebody rode through town once every couple of weeks, but there wasn't a, there wasn't a constant just shifting of population across from one side of the world to the other side of the world. And more importantly, uh, the economy didn't depend on, uh, on, on consumerism, as it were. So if you recall when 9-11 happened and people said, well, what can the ordinary citizen do? And George W. Bush said, go shopping. Right. That's his advice, because the economy depends on people going shopping, going to restaurants, going to the movies, going to big sporting events. All these things are just uh, suddenly disappearing. You can go to any restaurant. You can if you want to see Hamilton on Broadway, there's never been a better time to do it. But all systems, all the, the great. So we've totally changed the economy. And the other thing is that uh, the, the, the issue that's at play is that all systems are only as good as their weakest link. So even if you want to go to Broadway and see Hamilton, uh, three TSA agents, they're the Obergruppenführers who grope you up at the airport when you go to America. And it's just security theater. It's completely irrelevant. You put up with it. It does nothing. It's never caught a single terrorist. It's, they're obnoxious, generally. Uh, they're officious. And they get in your face, and they, and they prod your hands with the latex gloves while you're standing there and you're nose to nose. Uh, before they get to that, the guy with the loop, like he's examining a, a, a valuable, you know, the Koh-i-Noor diamond or something, <laughs> is looking at your driver's license to see whether it's been forged. And all that, you put up with that because... Because three weeks ago, that was just boring, bureaucratic drivel. Now it's actually life-threatening, boring, useless, bureaucratic drivel. So one reason for not going anywhere is because you don't want the TSA uh, groping your naughty bits. Uh, because whereas it was just a mild inconvenience or with a, perhaps a touch of a free son of pleasure before, now it's going to kill you. And that's, uh, I, think, I think those calculate, I think that's the thing. We're not as well equipped a whole model of society is actually, uh, frankly, rather absurd when something like this happens. Well, as Jason Kenney said, you know, we're in uncharted waters. He was mm. uh, referring specifically to the situation in Alberta with the economy and so on and so forth. Yeah, yeah. Mark Stein is with us, host of The Mark Stein Show. You know, Boris Johnson is a different approach, too. Now, I'm kind of curious how you feel about this in the U.K. He's decided to uh, employ behavioral scientists who want to shape the public's uh, I guess, behavior, that's the word, uh, you know, by having them, uh, you know, imploring them to wash their hands regularly rather than imposing travel restrictions or any of the other stuff that he thinks may lead to hysteria and mass panic. Uh, Just the mundane considerations are uh, the front that he wants to fight this on. What do you make of that? 
Yeah, I think that's actually uh, at the root of it, because as I said, it is always the weakest link in the system. So, for example, uh, you know, you can just stand at the sink and and, and do everything and wash your hands for uh, 20 seconds. Uh, but then it's the knob on the uh, on the bathroom door, which has been touched by all the people who don't wash their hands that that infects you. So it's actually uh, it's you're trying to change patterns of behavior. Everybody that 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 are the hardest things to change because they're instinctive. I saw some uh, video uh, earlier today and and it was of one of these bureaucrats saying to everybody you should not touch your face with your hands. Everybody people wipe their eyes or they uh, they tweak their noses or whatever. And and she gave the announcement. She delivered it beautifully. And then quite uh, accidentally, she just lifted up her finger and touched her tongue at the end of the thing. And that actually illustrates how if, how hard it is. The behavioral changes that would actually slow the spread of this so that as in Italy, the medical system wouldn't be overwhelmed. They're the absolutely the hardest things to change. And it's only when, you know, you start having the death rates they have in, in Italy that people will actually get to do that. All right. Well, let me uh, just affect a little change here of a, a subject because I'm, uh, we're tight on time. And yet last yep. night we saw uh, Bernie Sanders sort of, uh, you know, his last defense or rally, I guess a lot of people said in Michigan, uh, but he fell short to Joe Biden. Biden looks to be the prohibitive favorite now, although Bernie didn't uh, suggest he was dropping out uh, in his presser earlier this afternoon. In fact, uh, he's looking forward to the weekend's debate with Biden. So, I mean, what do you think might be in store here? Because uh, Bernie's sending mixed signals on this front. It looks like he's already uh, capitulated in a sense. Well, you could have done a much smoother transition there because <laughs> among the uh, many casualties of the coronavirus, uh, a lot of people around Biden are saying, oh, no, they've got rid of the audience for that and they've got rid of the spin room where the media all come through and infect the million-dollar consultants and uh, the riffraff journalists in the street come in and infect the consultants. And they're now saying, no, 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 it's not even safe to have two septuagenarian old coots alone in a vast stadium. <laughs> <laughs> one could still infect the other. So they're saying coronavirus may actually cancel that debate because, as we know, Bernie can, uh, Biden can more or less hold it together for the first five minutes of the debate. And uh, for the last hour, he's talking complete gibberish. And the question then is whether Bernie would have the guts actually to, to address the central questions uh, about uh, Joe Biden. A, when he had his mar- marbles, he was a completely corrupt guy. B, he's now lost his marbles, so he can't even function as a corrupt centrist Democrat politician. And Bernie, unfortunately, lacks the killer instinct and won't do that. He's a Vermont revolutionary. He's a Ben and Jerry's novelty flavor <laughs> ice cream of a Vermont revolutionary. Stalin would not have put... Uh, Bernie Sanders in charge of the Lubyanka. So uh, uh, real revolutionaries don't let the opponent off the hook the way Bernie's doing. Right. He would have been frog marched out of Moscow on his honeymoon. Uh, So if Biden, Biden, it just seems to me they're setting him up to be a placeholder. Uh, Who's behind all of that? Well, that's that's what's very uh, interesting, isn't it? Because my my belief is that whoever is the vice presidential running mate will be the candidate. That Biden Biden has deteriorated 
through the year he's been campaigning. And my view is that circa, you, this isn't the precise date, but you can more or less take it to the bank. If he were to win uh, January 7th, 2023, two years into his term, uh, there would come a knock on the door and America would wake up to find the, uh, the the president had suddenly retired on health grounds and whoever the vice president is would now be the president. So that will be a very interesting choice. Whoa. Uh, you care to speculate? Well, I don't see why I should know, given that Biden doesn't know. Biden, Biden, Biden thinks he's running for president of uh, Tajikistan, and he can. And they told him he can have seven running mates because, generally speaking, he needs more than uh, more oh, than the yeah. average candidate. So, uh, but whoever it is, uh, that's that's going to be the most. This is a, a fantastic. I mean, you know me. I, we, I've I've said I prefer six week election campaigns. I thought that twelve week election campaign uh, that uh, uh, that Stephen Harper had a couple of years back was an absolute travesty. Um, but on the other hand, if you if you go on as long as this thing, I mean, I'm not saying it's a particular Joe Biden thing. I could have all my mental faculties when I start running for president, but but it's a two year campaign. Who knows what the guy's going to be like at the end of it? It can it's unravel. A, it, yeah, yeah, it Rather is quickly. A, uh, yeah. Mark, got to let you go, but we're going to watch with interest. Uh, it could be great theater, if nothing else, uh, and we'll talk soon enough to do, a, a, I guess, a sort of a post-mortem, and I use that term advisedly. Uh, no, 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 no. That's a, that is an, a, an unexpected side effect of the coronavirus, that it's reduced Joe Biden's speeches to below seven minutes. So, uh, so this thing is getting out of control. You know, uh, if we don't get the coronavirus under control, uh, Joe Biden will not have a valid excuse for cancelling Sunday's debate. Well noted. Mark Stein, uh, international best-selling author, host of The Mark Stein Show. We'll talk soon. Have a good one. Thanks a lot, John. You got it. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio. 